hold on to your hats. We have a earth-shattering change this week. Uh, I'm not in the front room, uh, in the chair by the window. I shall explain shortly. Welcome to episode 18. Yes, lockdown's been that long. Episode 18 of Mr. Burt Pops. Yes, as I'm sure uh, you will be aware if you're listening to this on the week beginning 10th of August when I recorded it, uh, we're in a state of southeast of England heat wave. And I don't mind a heat wave, but I don't want to be at home in it. I like being on holiday. So the front room is where the sun comes through in the afternoon, which is where I have my chair by the window, and it's too much. So I've moved into the bedroom. And actually the sound quality is a bit better in here, only to discover the neighbours are chatting in the garden. So I've had to close all the windows. So I'm now absolutely baking. So either way, um, I might sound a bit tetchy. Um, the other thing is big palaver this week because my phone decided to close all the apps that I was opening. Not all of them, but all the ones I needed. So if I went into my city mapper app or my Gmail or my basic messages, uh, the apps just closed before I could use them. So I was um, frantically looking through the internet to find out what the solution is. And I tried the solution and I think there was something wrong with the phone because none of the solutions worked. So I ordered a new phone, which is all lovely and hunky-dory and whatever it's phone, who cares? It's shiny, but the uh, phone itself doesn't have a little round jack for the headphones. It has a little rectangular jack, which apparently a USB thing in, in effect. And of course, my headphones, which is where I normally record this into the phone with my little headphone recorder on them, microphone on them, and now can't go into the phone. So I'm recording on my computer, so it does sound a bit echoey, but I think it's all right. So needless to say, that's my trauma of the week. Um, I had a, when was it, Saturday morning, I had a enjoy expert, I kid you not, an enjoy expert, and I had about 55 emails and texts telling me that my enjoy expert was on his way. Basically, if I always order my phone over the phone because I always get the best deal. And what the man didn't tell me when he said, when do you want your phone? Is there are two ways of getting the phone delivered. One by DHL, when you can just wait all day and they'll turn up at some point. Or you can get it done in two hours. And I said, oh, I'll have a two hour slot there now between 10 o'clock and midday on Saturday. Then I start getting the emails and everything was fine and blah, blah, blah. Then I start getting the emails and start realizing that there is a catch to your your two hour slot next day basically a little man or woman is come along and they don't set up the phone for you they set it up when they arrive so if you get dhl and your all day wait the phone comes ready to go if you get your two hour slot which i got excited about it's not set up for you so normally of course the person would have come into your house 
and done it all whereas we ended up on the front doorstep i mean it was ridiculous this poor man is crawling around on his hands and knees on our garden path and i'm towering over him like some imperious duke or something um while he's setting it all up and then of course his equipment fails <laughs> and um i was in the middle of course you know couldn't be better timing i was in the middle of doing the podcast with darren so that was because Friday afternoon was so hot we decided to do it on Saturday so of course the amount of faff I've had from him about it uh, of course he was absolutely delighted because it all worked out with something he'd been doing anyway in the podcast so um, he just went on and on and on about it because I kept um, having to leave because they kept texting me telling me he's half an hour away telling me he's 20 minutes away telling me he's five minutes away and every time the text or the phone rang I beetled off to see what was going on and, uh, and then it's him phoning to say he's half an hour away and it just went on forever and I mean he was lovely and I had a very enjoyable time with my enjoy expert that's capital E capital E enjoy expert and it yes it all sort of sorted itself out so um there's this really annoying thing though and it's a really annoying you just it, it everything transfers over exactly as your own phone because it's the same make so um my home page has exactly the same photograph it's got all the same apps on it they're all in exactly the same order so that saves a lot of time but then the thing is you go on to any new app and that's from messages onwards and there's all these new things on it and all these settings and you have to you know sync up with google mail which really annoys me because i don't want to sync up with google mail um because it's just gathering flipping data on everything you're doing and then I was supposed to sync up with something else and I managed to get out of that. Um, and there's all these hundreds and settings that you have to go through and change because it's all, you know, switching your location on when I don't want my location switched on and this, that and the other. So I'm working my way through it slowly. And then I've got this duo thing that pops up continually and I can't find out how to turn that off. That I set up a, my WhatsApp app and then... Um, apparently with this duo you can set up two whatsapp apps or two google accounts or two or whatever accounts you want to i don't want to set up any two accounts i think the idea is you have a work account and a home account or whatever but i don't want any of this because i don't have any flipping work at the moment so this keeps popping up continuously and driving me up the wall and then i've tried to get all my google chats and my whatsapp chats over because i send off messages about this podcast to everybody and uh, that didn't work so that was another half a day gone trying to work out why that didn't work couldn't get it over from my own old phone so that's another waste of my life and then um what was really annoying was yesterday i had the brainwave i was out and about i never do things when you're out and about i'll set up a whatsapp oh no it wasn't out and about i was at home it was before i went out and about I'll set up a WhatsApp group, which I hate because I hate WhatsApp groups, but I'll just set one up and then I can fire off uh, to everybody that the uh, Nothing to See Here podcast is live. But then I set up, up the group and I added a few people in that I don't normally contact and um, I didn't send any message off in it. So I didn't think any more of it. And then I get to, we went out to the Barbican to see the Masculinities exhibition. At the art gallery there and we met with my partner's sister and her partner says to me oh what's this whatsapp group you've put us in and I'm like, well how do you know about that i haven't sent you any messages on it and then i found out the whole whatsapp 
group thing before you send any messages and announces it to the world. Well, anyway, all your contacts and then springs all your contacts phone numbers up so everybody can see everybody else's phone number. It's just so annoying. I, I don't, I, you know, I know it's well, I find it really annoying when I in a WhatsApp group and I can see everybody else's phone call numbers. I don't want to see them and I don't want them to be able to see my phone number because I don't know everybody in the WhatsApp group. So then we went through on the pavement. This was after we'd been around the exhibition. We were socially distanced in the gutter outside a pub. Um, we, uh, yeah, anyway, they, they sort of went through, um, Googled it for me how to get rid of a WhatsApp group. And the only way you can get rid of it is to individually, as the administrator, which I was, because I'd set it up, is individually go through every single contact and delete them. And I don't know how many I put in, so I had to individually delete each one, then exit the group, then delete the group. But even doing that, all the group, the WhatsApp group info was still on her phone. So although I got it off mine, she still had it all. I mean, it's just like, it just drives me up the wall. I mean, it more than drives me up the wall because I'm sick of all this big data gathering on my life. It really is just getting out of control now, so I'm getting hot and cross. <laughs> so I'm ranting on about that, but anyway. Um, so anyone that got got put into a WhatsApp group from me called NTSH, which stands for nothing to see here, um, profuse apologies, but I've tried to delete it, and if you can just exit yourself from the group, you'll never see it again. Um, until you die, it'll probably come and haunt you. Um, so that was that. Yeah, so we went out on Saturday to the Barbican, which was all very nice. Um, not as interesting an exhibition as I was hoping, but it was all right. Um, and it was a better, it was a better going and toing and froing travel wise. The bus we went in on the bus, and it was a lot quieter. And as people weren't wearing them, I think, you know, just dangling around. Um, the thing is that, it, as we all know, your throat, it's very important to cover your throat uh, when there's viruses around because lots of viruses go in and out of your throat. Um, not so much your mouth and your nose. That's not really where viruses. So if you're going to wear a face mask, just make sure it's dangling around your neck and covering your throat up. That's always really useful. So, um, yeah, that was a lot of the the situation on the bus but there weren't many people on so we managed to keep away from it and they'd all done it very nicely at the Barbican one way round but it was so quiet there it was really odd usually it's teeming and it was a, a hot sunny day um, and it was quite quiet well it was very very quiet because basically the only thing on was this exhibition um, so yeah I don't know it was it didn't really challenge me and I thought it would do but um, I wouldn't say if you want to go and see an, an exhibition, it's for mostly photographs with some video stuff uh, and you're interested in, in masculinities and the undermining of and the exploration of male masculinity, so to speak. It is interesting, but it's it didn't particularly challenge me. Um, oh, then, yes. So last Thursday. So I was really annoyed last week because I had arranged to see Darren on Tuesday and um, then he changed it to, then he couldn't work the internet on Monday and he had to change all his clients' work to Tuesday. So I then agreed to see him on Thursday, but he didn't tell me this till midnight. So I spent that really busy day on 
Monday, one of the things that I told you about last week, one of which was to make cinnamon rolls to take round. So I turn up with cinnamon rolls, um, which, you know, we have a, a very nice lunch, had to be say, had to be say, had to be said, very nice lunch, soup, although it was made with broccoli that was just going off, which is always a nice thing to know when you're giving somebody soup. And um, then afterwards we had some cinnamon rolls, very nice. Now I took the cinnamon rolls uh, in a cake tin that belonged to my aunt, who I was very close to, and it's my mum's sister, and it's one of the few things I've got, in fact it's the only thing I've got of hers. So obviously it's quite a precious possession, and I said to Darren, I don't necessarily need to take it today because I, um, oh, I've got people hovering in the peripheral of my vision. It's so irritating. It's quite obvious what I'm doing. Um, obviously, I don't, you know, if I forget it, it's not the end of the world, but I do need it back at some point. I didn't make a fuss about it. Um, so then we had a very nice afternoon together, which and did involve imbibing a certain amount of alcohol. And if you listen to episode nine of Nothing to See Here, Darren's promotion, spoiler alert, is Jaffa Cake Gin, which I just had a go at him about because I just thought how ridiculous. That's one of those ridiculous marketing things where somebody sat down and thought, well, people like gin and they like Jaffa Cake, so let's make Jaffa Cake Gin. As it happens, it's really nice. It's very nice indeed. And it makes a very fine Negroni if you like Negronis. So by the time it came for me to go, uh, we were both a bit worse uh, worse for wear. Let's just put it that way. So I took back my tin and he gave me this green plastic bag and said, don't look in it. And I just shoved it all in my uh, bag and off I went with him saying phone me as soon as you get home so now I've got, you've got home safely so about 10 times um, I then um, managed to not very well whatsapp a lot of messages to the wrong per person people always a mistake don't do that when you're not in full control of your senses on a rock on a rocking bus big mistake um some of them were expletive insults aimed at Darren, which I managed to send off to other fortunately understanding people. And then I got home, hadn't heard, I'd, I'd sent him lots of messages saying I'm safe, I'm home, didn't hear a thing back, he hadn't even switched on WhatsApp because he hadn't picked up the messages. I opened my um, bag, look inside the green plastic bag, that contains squash jaffa cakes, um, some pieces of toast which he'd given me at lunchtime and I hadn't eaten, only because the soup was so filling, and he'd also done a big salad, and I just couldn't eat them. He'd shoved those in. Um, he'd shoved in the rest of the orange. He'd made a couple of Negronis, and he'd sliced orange to put it on the glass. So he'd given me the rest of the orange. It's about, you know five-eighths of an orange, uh, a load of monkey nuts, what can I say, um, oh and a kinder egg, all of which have got squashed in my bag, 
So I found out the next time I spoke to him that the big joke of all this was that he'd given me the ingredients to make Jaffa Cake Gin. Though where monkey nuts go into Jaffa Cake Gin is completely beyond me. So he obviously found this completely hilarious um, and did not have his wits about him. So then I came to take the tin out of my bag and I took the lid off the tin and lo and behold what's in the tin? All my cinnamon buns, all the one buns that I'd taken over for him. I just brought them all home again because he hadn't taken them out of the tin. So the reason for this apparently was that um, I'd made such a fuss about needing the tin back that it completely confused him. He couldn't cope, had had a dizzy spin and had forgotten to take the cinnamon rolls out of the tin. Um, basically he was too pissed uh, and forgot to take them out. So after that uh, really, really busy Monday. Special baking, you know, baking Wednesday had been moved to baking Monday, and that that throws me out. Um, I basically came home with everything I made, so that's really. He is not ever, ever going to forget that ever. So let's not talk about him because he's annoying. Um, what else is going on? Mm, not an awful lot actually, because I've been cowering from the heat which has got pretty unbearable I have got up to week just going into week 7 of Couch to 5k with Mr and Mrs Wilson um, we've gone a bit it's got a bit difficult this week because uh, she's a bit busy so I'm not quite sure when, when we're going to get her runs in and then she's going away on Thursday but we're going to try and egg each other on just by phoning each other up and um, making sure we both do it um, oh, the London Marathon's been cancelled, so uh, that's actually on a serious note. That's really bad news for Darren because he had to. He's been given a load of money to fund these Hewith mystery plays, and only on condition that he finds the same amount of money himself. And a large part of that money he was going to self-fund through his running the marathon, and that's now been well. It's probably been postponed, but. Um, uh, that's a bit sad. So I was trying to think of another way you could make some money. If anyone's got any ideas. I did actually think of saying uh, people could sponsor him to shut up for the whole recording of um, Nothing to See Here. But uh, I think even I would get a bit boring if you had to listen to me for an hour and a half, two hours. Two and a half hours, as it sometimes does. Um, so yeah, that's a bit of a shame. Um, and then... I've just been lots of watching lots of TV. Started watching Schitt's Creek, which is one of the funniest things on television I've ever seen. It has to be up there with um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. The acting is just out of this world. And um, it's just brilliant. In fact, the, the the man who's in it and whose name I forget, is it Eugene, yeah, Eugene Levy? He's in it with his real life son. Daniel Levy, the, the spitting image of each other, it's really funny. They, he wrote and starred in one of my absolute favourite, all-time ever favourite films, Best in Show. Uh, he co-wrote it with Christopher Guest. And I love all Christopher Guest films, but Best in Show is just sublime. And um, his wife in it, in Best in Show, is, is it Catherine O'Sullivan? Catherine O'Hara, sister of um, Mary Margaret O'Hara, but no relation to Mary O'Hara. Um, 
she plays his wife in Best in Show and she also plays his wife in uh, Schitt's Creek. I can't re recommend Schitt's Creek. If you want to laugh, just put Schitt's Creek on. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, there was the end of episode. I can't remember which episode it was. It was basically where uh, she was doing a... She's basically a burnt out, faded um, soap opera star. And um, she was uh, asked to do an advert. And uh, it's that, that scene at the end of that episode where she actually, they just show the advert she's done. I was literally, my backside came off the sofa. I couldn't, I was crying, absolutely crying with laughter. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And honestly, one of the greatest acting moments I've ever seen. It was absolutely inspired on every level. The other big um, thing we're very much enjoying is the Gilmore Girls. But it's becoming a little bit obsessive. <laughs> I think the Gilmore Girls is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Why has it taken me so long to watch it? It was made in about 2000 and... When was it made? It's not 10, no, not 20 years ago. 10 years ago, I think it was made in about 2010. Um, yeah, if you haven't watched the Gilmore Girls, put the Gilmore Girls on. And it makes life better. <laughs> it's one of those programs that just makes life better. Um, yeah, the hippies are away, so I'm having to look at all their holiday snaps of um, their lovely time in the Lake District. Um, I have been watching A Man on a Roof as I've been recording this podcast. Um, seemed to be sweeping, obviously a flat roof, but I don't know what he was doing. But it was blazing hot out there, so uh, not a job I'd want to be doing. I can't think of anything else. There probably are things, but my mind, I'm, I'm just sitting in a puddle of sweat now so I'm gonna to have to go off and have a shower um yeah I hope everyone is all right um now I will be here next week but we are going to take a short two-week break so following two weeks so there will be a break from Mr Burt Pods but uh that's just a heads up all being well I will see you next week and thank you all for listening <laughs>